and welcome back to my Xbox and me. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer. And I have to say one thing as we're recording this on the 13th of the 6th, 2021, or the 6th of the 13th for my American friends. Come on, England! It's today's the day, Crash. Today's the day. The football is coming home. It's the Euros. I know you don't care. I know everyone watching this doesn't care either. But my host is also Too Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm, I'm doing good. A lot of energy. I was not right expecting that I know, at all. I know. I, I know. I've got to give it to you, Crash. You know? you know, it's the only time of the year I buy an England shirt for the Euros, and then I wear this one for the World Cup as well, because you ain't getting two lots of money out of me. No chance. No chance. Mm. But today we are here to talk all things Ubisoft forward. The conference happened last night. We couldn't quite get together to record it last night. So we are here this morning to record it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even hit you up to try and record it last night because I was absolutely knackered. Absolutely knackered. Let me tell you. But Crash, we will start off yeah. with your initial thoughts on Ubisoft forward. And this is a great point with half of V3 already done at this point. We'll yeah. go, your initial, let me ask you this first. How are you feeling about E3 at the moment? It's been a little lackluster up till this point, you know? It's, um, it's been weird, right? Yeah. It's, I kind of assumed with like everything, even like Game Fest getting more condensed, that we'd sort of escape the problems of last year with these yep. sort of shows. And it's sort of like they're still here and they're still really apparent of where nothing really feels super, super refined. It will. It's this weird thing, right? Where we will talk about Ubisoft in a second, guys, but a little bit of chit chat at the front. Um, it's that weird thing of I had, I didn't have my expectations out of whack at all this year. Like I would, I've been yeah. very low key throughout the entire year, but I've always assumed there would be a lot to show. And even the sheer volume of what we're getting shown is lackluster, in my opinion. And that's across the board. Let's uh, yeah. get to Ubisoft's conference real fast. Like, how, how did you think Ubisoft Forward was initially? What were your thoughts? I, th I actually thought it was uh, really good. Um, I don't think it was perfect. I wish we did see a little bit more. Like, there was a little bit sparse on new games. Yeah. I think the only thing we really saw was more... Rainbow Six Extraction and the Avatar game and the yeah. Mario thing, which is relevant to this. But yeah. I think that's really it. Uh, none of the Division Heartland, which I really thought we would see here. That, doesn't that come out this year as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Weird. So weird. I think I think Ubisoft's in a very unique position. Before we get going, I just want to quickly say, yeah. just so I'm I'm fully transparent with the audience, uh, I was paid to host uh, GTV's reaction stream. Um, so and GTV are owned by Ubisoft. So just want to put that out there. So take everything I say with a pinch of salt, though it's not all going to be positive. So don't worry about that. But just want to put that out there for the audience so you fully understand that yes, I have technically been paid by Ubisoft to react to a conference. There you go. Um, but they don't own me here on my Xbox and me. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, I liked. I liked what was shown. I liked the production. I enjoyed the content what was shown there but i just kind of felt we were missing loads like I, d I don't know why it just didn't feel maybe it's like christmas you know as you get older christmas becomes less and less and less and less yeah. maybe maybe i'm finally i've been in this is my seventh year six year covering e3 maybe i've just gotten to that point where i'm like i think i've definitely have gotten to that point where i'm like i'm now looking at leaks I've never looked at leaks. Yeah. I've avoided leaks my whole entire career. Now I'm like, 
give me the leak information so I can prepare to cover it. Right. You know, like I'm at that point with it. So maybe I've just got older and more jaded. I'm all old and wrinkly and oh, this, these young whippersnappers enjoying their E3. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, this, this show to me, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. But to me, it still felt a tad bit lackluster in terms of the sheer amount that we used to get. I feel like on stage, we were getting a lot more announcements. Crash, there's a lot here, right? Where the heck was Skull and Bones? Where the heck is uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2? Where the heck was Division yeah. Heartland? Where the heck is Splinter Cell? Like, where is this? Yeah. I think that part of this is also might be a repercussion of cyber uh, Cyberpunk. Ooh, and that okay. that was shown... And that did not perform well. Clearly, yeah. that shouldn't have been shown as much. I think that might be sort of a situation where they're like, if a game's not ready to show, it's not coming out relatively soon, and we're not announcing it, yeah. we're just going to let it sit in the back burner until it's ready, and then we'll show it. Because mm. um, I, I absolutely agree with you. No Skull and Bones. To be fair, they announced beforehand that Skull and Bones wasn't going to be here. I, I know that. I know that. I know all these shows we're getting, like, even like with the E3 stuff, we're not going to talk about uh, Gearbox and stuff anyway, but like, they announced all their stuff beforehand, and then that was super lackluster as well. And like, I'm just at this weird point where I'm like, this, the whole thing feels like filler in a way. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Let's, let's, let's do a run of show real quickly and go through what was shown. So the show opened up with Rainbow Six Extraction, which is a free player co-op um, game, which is obviously you and three friends get together, get to play Rainbow Six. It was very much like the extinction mode that they put out oh, two years ago now, I believe. Yeah. Um, which it was, was a limited time event. Well. It's all tied yeah. to that. It's all tied to that. Yeah. Um, it looked fantastic, in my opinion. I yep. thought it looked really good. What they shown was more Rainbow Six with better with better gadgets suited to this this world or this this gameplay. Um, it's something that I will play. I know for a fact that yeah. from start to finish through a campaign, I will play. They said that it will also uh, give you rewards for Rainbow Six Siege as well, which I absolutely love that as well. I feel like they've all sort of adopted the Fortnite cross Call of Duty method of like, oh, or the Marvel method, I guess, where it's like our universes can all link. And we can you yeah. we can we can convince someone to buy something because they may want these skins or these guns or these whatever in the other thing that we want you to keep playing. And I think it's actually a really smart strategy as long as the game is still good. Which yeah. you're never gonna tell me Rainbow Six as a shooter, as a tactical shooter, isn't good. It's one of the best out there. So yeah, I really like what they showed. What did you think? Yeah, no, I agree. It was a lot more in-depth than I would have thought this was going to be. At first, I thought it was going to be like this really basic uh, horde wave-based type of game. But then it's like, oh, no, you have all these characters and your characters can get captured. And then you have to save the character. You can't use yeah. them until you save them. And you're gearing up individual characters. I also really like that it was it's tied in with the characters from Rainbow yeah. Six Siege. So Hoban is in there, Ash is in there, Sledge. Yeah, because immediately it sort of gave me a connection to that game well, that I otherwise wouldn't have had. We spent so much time with these characters, right? Which is like, we, yeah. we've spent so much time with these characters, it makes sense to utilize... He had to go one of two ways for me. They either had to utilize the characters that they've already built relationships with us, which is what we were just saying, Ash and those lot, or they had to let us make a character fully customized, but in the game where you don't see your character that often, what's the point? You know? Yeah. So for me, I think this was the best of... Um, 
of of what they could do with it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed what they what they showed. It, they've announced that it has crossplay, which is fantastic. Um, Huge. Yeah, like it, it was really really good. I was I was really impressed and happy with with what they showed of uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, and I think the name fits way better than um, Quarantine, in my opinion. Yeah. I think extraction yeah, I with the whole cool. extraction thing with the characters, I think it fits way better for me, I think. Yeah. I absolutely um, agree with that. The next thing they showed off was uh, Rocksmith, which, again, I think this is a game that if you are into music, if you are into uh, guitars, if you're into, if this is your thing, you are absolutely going to love this. Everything they showed looked really intuitive, looked really interesting in my opinion. I used to be a musician, so I find some of this stuff when I used to love like the rap, they used to be like hip-hop beat maker games on the PS2. I don't know if you ever remember those. Like I got super deep into those. So anything to do with music, I always love. But Obviously, I'm not into rock. I'm not into guitar. So for me, this isn't a game that I will necessarily pick up. But it does seem like a great tool to use to learn to play your favorite songs, which is, that's what everyone wants to do when they go to a party. There's always that guy with the acoustic guitar crash. Always. Yeah. You know? And like, he's sitting there playing Wonderwall. Like, you could just be like, yeah, well, I know how to play Forgot About Dre. And then he starts, boom, boom. I'm like, yeah, that's more like it, you know? <laughs> that's more like it. What did, what did you think of the show in The Rocksmith? Uh, I thought it was cool. Um... I, I don't really, I don't want to learn how to play guitar personally. Yeah. Um, but this was, this is for people, and I know people really like uh, Rocksmith and the fact yeah. that it's using your phone, and it seems like a very more uh, modern take on the game. I think is really cool. I think it was solid. It also wasn't super long. It didn't drag on too long, which I think was. Good. It was long enough. It, it got to, it got to a point where I was like, let's move on. It was long enough for me. It was long enough. <laughs> it was long enough. You know, like the, I think. The other problem that I had is obviously I was watching Twitch gaming stream, so it was all of the uh, licensed music was taken out of it, but it wasn't just the licensed music was taken out of it. They just muted over everything. So they did, it's not like they had the audio oh, wow. separate from the music. Yeah. So all the stuff they're doing explaining it, we're not hearing any of that. We're just hearing a... Oh, we're just literally hearing could... a licensed, uh, unlicensed music or free DMC safe music uh, show. So it was like... It was that, and then obviously our next game that uh, they showed off, which was uh, Riders Republic, uh, or Republic, sorry, I keep saying Republic, um, from that game that was uh, Republic. Um, Riders yeah. Republic, um, which I I really enjoyed what they showed. But again, they did all their talking through the music as well. So that whole yeah. thing was muted. So it's me going... Oh, they have this, and oh, they have that. Instead of the, the the computerized voice or the dev saying, "And we have this, and we have that," and it, yeah. it, it doesn't have the same feel to it the way you would want it to, you know? Yeah, that's actually really unfortunate. Because um, I was I was watching the uh, actual stream, and so a yeah. lot of the stuff that you talked about just absolutely fine to me. Yeah, the Rocksmith one felt good. This one, I heard everything. I heard them talk but, about it. They didn't really announce too much, to be fair. No, but what I will say of what they showed of uh, Riders Republic was fantastic, in my opinion. They did a great job of showing off each mode, what you're going to be doing in each mode, and it looked interesting, which we all know what I had. I had my opinions of Steep. Didn't like it. Was very yeah. broken when I, when I got it, uh, when that first came out. Now, I'm at a point where... I'm looking at this, I'm like, that multiplayer mode looked 
look fun. Like five of us get together, we jump in, we're we're battling it out like old school SSS tricky and stuff. Like, yeah, give me that. I'm I'm down. I'm totally down. Yeah, I'm gonna be completely honest. This actually did kind of sell me on the game. Yeah, I was very, very, very hesitant for this game, mostly because of your experience with Steep. I was like, <laughs> this game can't be that, that good. Uh, but then, yeah, I really liked the showing for the game. I think it it was really, really good. I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm really am looking forward to trying it. I, I'll give it a try, definitely. Uh, after that, we got the Rainbow Six Siege, uh, their new update with their new character that they've teased with a story-based trailer. Um, her name is Thunderbird, I believe. Thunderbird. Thunderbird. The story trailer was dope. Um, I would have much preferred to have seen gameplay for the character and save the story building for when I'm actually in the game. But I understand that's not how things work. Uh, they also announced, along with Thunderbird, that there's going to be crossplay coming to the PC version of the game with Amazon, um, Luna, and Google Stadia. And on the play uh, next year, early 2022, uh, PlayStation and Xbox will be getting crossplay together as well. I interpreted it that there was no PC versus PlayStation Xbox crossplay coming. Did you interpret it that way, or did I miss a sentence? Remember, I'm reacting to this. I'm trying to be entertaining. Yeah. Did I miss something? There? That's that's kind of how I interpreted it as well. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like, which is is a shame. On it is a shame because all, most of my friends play on PC. To be honest with you, and that hence yeah. why I moved to PC to play that game. That game is very. It's a total different game on PC compared to console. It really is. And I hate to say this, Christian, you're gonna laugh. But the dead zones do make a big difference when when playing Rainbow, as we both know now, to be honest. Someone that we know was ahead of their time, I've got to say. I've got to say, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it looked good. I liked what they shown. I would have liked to have just seen more um, of Thunderbird in terms of her gameplay. Um, but yeah, it, I... I Rainbow's still going. It ain't going nowhere. They're going to keep building it. They've got a core fan base playing it. I think they announced it had 200,000 concurrents, um, which is mind-boggling for a game that launched terribly. And uh, that's one of the positive stories. I can't wait for a, a no-clip or someone to get the... Uh, the the interview the the documentary on like Rainbow Six Siege with especially like its early history of like uh, Patriots and all that stuff, man. It's gonna be, it'd be so interesting to hear that story. Yeah, I think uh, Rainbow Six Siege is probably like one of Ubisoft's best, um, I guess, internal tales that they'd have for a game yeah. that sort of survives way past it when it should have. Yeah. Um, because this game should have been this game should have died at one point if we're going to be completely honest the, 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 uh, i think the esports scene grew that and captivated an audience that we hadn't seen before like that's the first yeah. esports i ever watched properly was rainbow mm. so i also yeah. think uh, a, a really big benefit to it was that game got free weekends every other week it was, it it, was they lot. were like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's probably like a lot of people are looking at oh free to play. They're looking at uh, what Fortnite's doing and all this stuff. I'm I'm here like they're probably looking at what they did inter internally because Rainbow Six Siege was literally free to play every other weekend. Well, it was free and it to got play so and many had a sale as well, which was the smart yeah. thing they did. It was like every time it had a free to play weekend, there was a sale for it as well. It was like, it, did you it enjoy like your weekend? Why don't Why don't yeah. you pick this up? Like it, you might as well. The game's old, and then they. They get you to play the game to then buy the... Well, there's got skins, and then obviously unlocking your characters yeah. and stuff. But yeah, Rainbow's great. I've, I love Rainbow, really do. Yeah. Next up was Just Dance, which 
I'll be honest with you, was an interview with... One minute, let me ask Hayley, because she knows who it is. Hayley, who was the guy in Ubisoft? Who was the guy at Ubisoft showing? What was his name? What? The black dude that was dancing. Damn. Now she chooses to freeze up on that oh, audience. Who? Todrick Hall. The, the, the music extraordinaire and dancer, Todrick Hall. He, it, it just felt like an ad to promote his new song, which I couldn't hear because of the copyright. So it might have right. been a good song, but it didn't really show off what Just Dance was. We, even, we know what Just Dance is, don't get me wrong. And, it, yeah. and cool, we're getting a new one. And obviously it's going to do gangbuster numbers like it always does. But it just even the showing for this, I was just a bit like, I don't care about somebody's music video. and music. I don't care about this person showing me. I'm here for games, you know? Yeah. I think this is the point where I realized the difference between Ubisoft this year and previous years they've been here. And it's it was less grandiose, right? Yeah. It was more like basic and bare bones, where before yes. you usually have a live presence and they're interacting with each other and it feels more um, performative, I guess. That's because Ubisoft come out and they, they go for the crowd and they, they yeah. dance. And, and as much as we may not, I don't think those are our favorite segments, but they, there is a, there's a form of energy that gets transformed from the screen to you, the audience yeah. at our home. Like, oh, they're trying. They're bringing some energy. They're dancing. They're, they're giving us entertainment yeah. here. We understand the effort that goes into it, where with this, it, was, it, just, it wasn't the same for me. It wasn't for me. It wasn't yeah. the same. It wasn't the same. Um, then we move on to Assassin's Creed Valhalla's update there was a lot of stuff that got added here a bunch of uh free updates quality of life fixes and things of that nature but on top of that they announced that they're going to be doing something they've never done before which is they're going to be uh creating more expansions beyond into next year so obviously we've got the the expansion that just dropped they announced a new expansion here um where you're going to be in paris which looked looking at it looked amazing to be honest with you assassin's creed always looks amazing like it's more assassin's yeah. creed valhalla uh, not valhalla um what's it called rag no what's the what's the viking one called it's Valhalla. It is Valhalla. You had it right. I got scared. Valhalla, I, got scared. Yeah. I got scared. My, I got life, so my, like, my life flashed before my eyes. I saw the my Xbox and my audience coming for me. This guy's fake. He don't know what he's talking about. Um, yeah, Valhalla. It looked dope. I like what they're showing. I just haven't even beat the base game yet, let alone giving me... Yeah. With the DLC that just came out, the expansion that just came out, then there's another expansion, and then there's going to be more expansions. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, Crash. I'm not ready. Yeah. Like, there's just too much. I'm going to be honest. This showing kind of made me... Because I was pretty close to the end of uh, Valhalla. And I just never crossed the finish line. You yeah. know how I do fix yeah. I get close. You get to the end stop. and stop. It's the most infuriating um, trait about you, if I'm honest. And so I think I might jump back into this. Uh, I saw the expansion for the first time. I didn't see anything about the expansion that just dropped. Oh, okay. and I'm like, oh, that kind of looks cool. I might pick up that expansion. Not right now when I have a little bit more time, which means yeah. I might not even get around to this. But <laughs> I did really like the, I did really like the look. I like the Paris thing. I and the fact that it's getting a whole second year support. I think it's, it's kind of cool. No, it is. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fantastic, which means they're still they're obviously working on the next Assassin's Creed, but it gives them more time to focus on. They can keep there's a small a smaller team probably creating the, the expansions for this, and then you've got the the rest of the team making the next AC, which I think is humongous. Like why why wouldn't you want that at the end of the day? Um, but yeah, they also showed off a thing that I'm sure you were excited about, which is like the black box missions. I'm yes, sure that's, something that's you got super hyped about. Honestly, yeah. 
I saw that, and that was probably the thing that was the most like, ooh, yeah, I definitely yeah. want to jump into this pair of content. <laughs> so, yeah, for those who don't know what the black box missions are, those are the missions where you have, like, one goal. Like, the goal is, like, to take down, usually to take down somebody, and it's, like, your job to do it in whatever way you want. There's not, There's no restrictions on it. It's just get to this place, take this person down, however you decide to do it, um, which is more akin to the uh, original AC game, especially 1, 2, um, definitely. I don't, I don't know about the 3 and the other ones because I didn't play them, unfortunately. Um, then they showed off the, the, the their, their teaching tool, the history tool thing uh, that you can now be a Viking, you can be a worker, you can you can like really dive in deep into the history. I always love this stuff because I think this is where video games... Are, they live and breathe above everything, every other medium, in my opinion, because being able to put somebody in the shoes of a Viking, of whatever, insert Ubisoft game here where they do it great, right? Like, to be able to, for someone such as myself, if I had to do a report on, like, Vikings, let's say, and my school could be like, hey, this thing is now, a, if they could get it in schools, and be like, you are a visual learner, you like video games, cool sit down, play this game, this mode, and learn about this, and then put it on the paper, like, this is, this changes the way people are learning, I think that's, I think that's a great tool, I, I couldn't get into reading books, or looking at pictures, but video games is the thing I've always loved, right, so if you can get that in, in this medium, why not, I think, you gotta, you gotta give Ubisoft credit for the stuff they do with these tools, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, it started with the Egyptian. That was the first one uh, yeah, uh, that they did this with, right? Origins, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think absolutely blown away with that. But also we see it in gaming in general, even outside of this. I think it's yeah. a really cool and underutilized tool, at least to the massive as of right now. Because you see it like it's being used in the military. Minecraft. It's being used to teach doctors. Yeah, so Minecraft teaches it is. To build. Yeah. Yeah, so it's mad. video games very, very underrated in that aspect. Yeah. Next, we saw Mythic Quest, uh, which is obviously the uh, TV show on Apple TV's season. They showed off season two, which is coming to an end, which I was like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't get to hear any of this, though, because it was all copyrighted. So I just got all copyright music over the entire thing, Crash. Over the entire thing. Nice. So, but thankfully, I've already watched season one of Mythic, Mythic Quest, and it's a fantastic show. And I do not fault Ubisoft for showing it here. You know, like some people get annoyed at like, oh, the TV moment. Yeah. Like, no, this is what this is Ubisoft showing off what they have. And Mythic Quest is a fantastic show. So I'm happy they showed it off and more people hopefully get to watch it. Um, then they showed off the werewolf within movie. Again, we didn't know what was going on because we couldn't hear it. Um, but it looked interesting. And I said, I said on the live stream, and I'll say it here, which is Mythic Quest was so good that I actually trust them with this werewolf within movie. So why the heck not? Like, why wouldn't I give it a try? It looked cool. I didn't hear it, but it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a movie you'd like, to be honest. Yeah, I think so as well. From from what I was seeing visually, I could tell the jokes were there. I just couldn't hear the jokes yeah. were there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I truly do think that for live streaming, we've got we've got to figure it out. We've got to figure it out. Like, whether Ubisoft have to make themselves a DMC safe version of the show or whatever, but we have to sort this out. This this cannot carry on. We cannot live like this, Crash. I cannot do yeah. it. So I hard. think the answer is a DMCA free uh free show. Square Enix is doing it. I think yeah. it's very plausible for 
every developer going forward to do it. Or get this, or get like this. These clips are DMC safe for twitch and youtube i know it's more work but i do think it goes a long way and don't get me wrong i'm sure some people listening are thinking fix our your reaction streamer cool this benefits you i'm like yeah and it does like 100 it does but i just think it's smarter for everyone we the reaction streamers and and youtubers and stuff like we are we're free promotion they love to use yeah. us in their their hype trailers so it's not like they don't want us to do it so at least support us in have, helping us not get copyright strikes and stuff like that man seriously Next, we got to see uh, a little bit more of Far Cry 6. And I think this is where I, I got a little bit disappointed, if I'm totally honest. Um, obviously, we know Far Cry 6 is coming out this year. Um, we've seen we've seen stuff. Um, I just kind of thought they would show more than just a cutscene of the game, if I'm being honest. Like, don't get me wrong. Enjoyed the cutscene. I think it sets the tone very well for the, the big baddie uh, in the game. But I just don't really feel like i wanted to see this at here like do you know what i mean like i just want show me the hype moment show me shooting people show me taking down campus like show me stuff like that don't show me like a cutscene. yeah i actually didn't mind this but okay. i think the reason is they had the far cry showing beforehand uh what was it like a week or two ago yeah. where they had people do previews and stuff like that and gameplay got released with that. Not us, Crash. So I assume not us. We didn't get. We didn't get. Not we didn't us. Get previews. We didn't. They did. They they did show gameplay, but we did not see any previews. Yeah, that's correct. facts. That's facts. Um, so I feel like that's sort of where they decided to drop the gameplay that otherwise would have been at E3. Yeah. And I do agree. I think it would have been stronger had it been shown here. But having already seen it, I don't think I needed to see more gameplay at this Fair. point with them already showing something, because I think at that point I would have disliked it even more, because it would have made the show even longer, and it would have felt a little bit repetitive at that point. Um, yeah. I do like what they showed. Um, I forget the actor's name, but he's fantastic in the role um, he's doing. John L. John Esposito? John Espos Some, something like that. I don't know it either. Sorry. I did, I've actually, funny enough, I only really heard about him because of this game. I haven't seen anything that he's in. So uh, everyone's hyping him up. What is he in? What what shows is he in? Uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I've never seen Breaking Bad. So yeah. everyone comes from me on the internet. <gasps> How dare you? Um, yeah. So I've heard I've heard great things about him. So I'm like, oh, and from what we've seen of him as well already in these trailers and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, you can see he's gonna he's gonna be great in this role. It's just. The thing that always worries me about Firecry is how much we're actually going to get of the villain because they're the best parts. And yeah. as we've seen in some of the Firecry games, you get it here and there or you get a lot of VO, but you don't get to see them as much as I think we would all like. So, yeah. yeah. Shame. Uh, they also showed off uh, a brand new piece of uh, season content um, stuff, which is you playing as all of the previous uh, Far Cry villains, which absolutely looks amazing like you cannot to be able to play as all these iconic villains for me is dope i wish this was like a separate game as such look to come out like next year instead of being part of a season pass even if it was cheaper a smaller experience i think just my head for some reason if that was like far, far cry villains guarantee i play it with it being a piece of dlc there's a part of me like oh, i'll probably never get to that you know it's weird yeah I, I do kind of wonder what the game will actually like entail, like the DLC. Because yeah. like I'm I, I saw that there was shooting and I get all that, but like what is the goal of that? It looks like they're kind of making the protagonist from previous games into the villains for these characters, which I think could be a really cool concept. I think that's what I was about to say. Imagine it's the build up 
the the beginning of like these people's reigns up to the point of where Far Cry 3 starts, Far Cry 4 starts, Far Cry 5 starts. Like I think that would be quite interesting. Obviously smaller doses, it won't be won't be like a whole game. But um like just like a little vignette of like how they become the dictators and the leaders that they are. I think that could be really cool. It did look like it took place after the after it did, the end of their game. But I so. wish it didn't. That's so, what I'm saying to you. God, look, okay. I'm hoping God, we yeah. get a bit of both. You know? Got it. Alright. They I jump back and forth. I could, I mean, that's fair. Stranger things are happening. That's fair. We saw Stranger Things in in Smite. Like Stranger Things could happen, you know? Could happen. Could that's, happen. That's so bad. I hate you so much. I tried. I tried. Uh, next up, we saw the leaked Nintendo leaked their own game, which was Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Doesn't matter here. Um, so we're not going to talk about it. And their big one more thing, last thing to show was the brand new avatar game we finally got to see that in all its glory it looks really pretty to me a lot of people said it didn't look pretty i actually think it looked quite nice um people were saying it looked like a ps2 game i'm like you guys are idiots in there sometimes what? yeah nobody in, said in, it in looked like dumb. A in there's dumb in there's nobody dumb. said uh, that in there's dumb in there's dumb uh but yeah i liked what i saw of it i am not a big avatar guy so this to me I think they should have ended. It doesn't matter to my Xbox to me audience, but they should have ended with Mario. Even though he got leaks, they should have ended with Mario because Avatar to me just isn't isn't that. You know, I know it sold really well in that in its heyday. Obviously, when people go and see 3D films for the first time, the film was okay to me. I watched it with an ex girlfriend. I remember like it was yesterday. But like Avatar is not that. So for me, I'm like, oh, I was a little bit let down. I was expecting. You know, I was expecting, I was expecting yeah. that. That's that's that that's been a sale. I don't know why, but I was. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, I I don't really care for the movies and what we saw. It was all Nothing. CG, right? It wasn't yeah. any. It wasn't any gameplay. So it it's like, like it. yeah. Or cool. it might Probably be co-op. Yeah, it might be co-op. There's it looks like there'll be flying and ground stuff, but. Nothing that really hyped me. I agree they should have ended with Mario or something else. Just I don't think they had anything else here that would have been big enough to end on, though. Yeah. It's the problem. Yeah, but I, w I would argue that they didn't have anything big enough to end on because I don't think Avatar was a good point to end on. Um, granted, there are some people that are probably really ecstatic for it, yeah. but I think those will be far, one far between. I think the same amount would have been, like as you said, there for Mario would have been hyped. I actually think more people would have been hyped if they ended on Mario, to be honest. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally, totally agree. But with it being, with it leaked, it just didn't didn't hit the same way. Yeah. You know? That would have hit hard. if it That had, would have been crazy. It would have hit hard if Nintendo hadn't have leaked their own thing. Madness. Yeah, that's Madness. so crazy. Madness. Like, Nintendo could never get angry again, I swear. Um, that's it, guys. That was our entire show of Ubisoft. Crash, overall thoughts, what did you think then as a show-in? Uh, Production-wise, I thought it was really good. Uh, once again, Yusuf yeah. did a great job. I don't know the uh, lady's name who I hosted, but we do know Yusuf, friend of the show. Um, he, he did a great job. Um, I thought it flowed pretty well in between everything that they showed, moment to moment, personally. Um, and yeah, it was just a little bit content light, which is a shame for E3. Yeah. Like today, we're going to be obviously reacting to all things Xbox, and now my my hopes are even. I'm, I'm scared even more because some of Xbox stuff's been leaking, which we've covered obviously on my Xbox and Me's YouTube channel, which you can yeah. all go check out if you haven't seen that. Go check out myself and Laura Kate Dow talking all things Back for Blood. Um, but yeah, what what where are you at? Where are you at? Like 
think it was a solid showing. I think the hard thing is I don't think Ubisoft normally is really good at E3s. I think that it's an unrealistic expectation to have them have an amazing E3 when they, I feel like usually they're in contention for one of the worst E3 showings most of the time. They're there with EA. If we're being honest, they're neck and neck usually with EA. No, I disagree. No, e- I, no, I, 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 don't agree, know. I agree with you on the EA, but I don't agree. EA play has not been great ever. Like, yeah. But Ubisoft, That's- I usually, I usually come away from Ubisoft with at least a, a warm, fuzzy feeling of hype in my bed. Not like explosive, but usually mm. something warm in my tummy that just sort of goes, "Oh, I felt that felt good. That felt good. I enjoyed that." Where with this, I have the, I didn't have a feeling, but I did go, "Oh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Like it, yeah. it, it was interesting. It was interesting." I don't know. I, I guess just for me, it wasn't any any worse than previous E3s that we've gotten from them, Ubisoft. Fair. Maybe yep. the best one they had was the last one before uh, COVID, before, like, last year. Having With uh, John Berthel coming on stage? The whole Ghost yeah. ghost, uh, ghost Recon reveal and stuff like that? Yeah, because Breakpoint did look good yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just, uh, I'm sort of meh right now on E3. I've got to be honest. I'm, I'm very meh. It hasn't, you just look at my YouTube channel. Is that That gives you the indication of, like, how E3 has been. Like, I've had two videos that's gone up. Two. Like, yeah. that tells you the amount of hype there has been for for things that I'm interested in. So, um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I do think best of showing here was definitely Extinction and Riders Republic. Um, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing uh, some of the Assassin's Creed updates. But they just didn't bring the big hitters, unfortunately, which is a shame. Yeah. We can't do the points because we don't know. I haven't got the sheet. Matt P is the man with the spreadsheet. So we I, don't I know. Have the spreadsheet. Oh, you have it? Uh, he put it, he posted it on the Discord. Uh, yeah, I don't pad it. Go on. How I many points did you get? I got a point. What um, for? And there's a for the uh, uh, extraction release date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And Matt P. So here we'll discuss it here, but I don't think we should finalize this obviously without Matt P. Yeah. But his uh, his prediction was Riders Republic for eight plus minutes. Now Riders Republic was shown, but it was shown for I think like five seconds over five minutes. Nah, he doesn't get the point. He doesn't get the point. He doesn't even get a part of the point because that is such a he put a number on it. Okay. So no way. I will fight him to the death for that one. What about me? What did I get? You got nothing, bro. What did I predict? You got got Skull and Bones release date. Damn it. Division Heartlands gameplay. Damn it. And the new South Park game sequel uh, to the Fractured Butthole. That would have been hype, but we didn't get it. That would have been super hype. I might have given you three points for that, but no no points. So you've got a point. So you're like 1.25 now. Matt P got no points. He's at 0.25. And I'm sitting at a 1.5, I think. I think that sounds right so far. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'll be honest. I was looking at the rest of the predictions. And I'm going to make a prediction today that you're going to win this thing. Oh. Because of all the predictions. I was looking. At first, I was like, oh, fixed it, spicy predictions. And then I'm looking over this. I'm like... Fixed it some of the softest predictions possible. But no, no, they were soft, but they weren't going to happen. South Park weren't going to happen. Skull and Bones, okay. <laughs> we thought that was a sure in. I thought that was a sure point. I'm not going to lie. Skull and Bones and the Division Heartland gameplay. 
Two out thought, of three were, I thought they the were stuff that you would assume sure. would be sure. No, Ubisoft, yeah. I thought I had... Um, Crash, I'm going to be honest with you. I went chill yeah. on Ubisoft because I thought, I've got this easy. That's where you're going to hear I've points. got this easy. Apparently not. Apparently not. Well, thank you all for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on podcast services... Thank you very much. We do appreciate you. Make sure you five-star review us and uh, drop a comment on the iTunes or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. It does help. Make sure you subscribe uh, on the podcast services as well if you're new to it. And uh, Chris, just plug, plug, plug and get yourself out of here. What have you got to plug and where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at CrushNickPlays. I tweet stuff sometimes. Also, also, uh, the My Xbox and Me TikTok. Go follow yeah. that. Go like some of those tick. If you haven't been on that TikTok, just go through and like a whole just bunch like of TikTok. Just, just like them. Just go like them. Maybe leave yeah. a random comment here or there. I like your thinking, Crash. Yeah, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Um, again. Thank you so much for following us along our journey. We've had some really great feedback from people on Twitter saying thank you for getting the reactions up as quick as we have been and stuff, which is fantastic. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I, there's so much E3 coverage out there. We do not expect my Xbox and me to be top of the list, but the audience has absolutely came through big time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It does mean a lot to us. And uh, we will have you covered for all things Xbox soon. Make sure you yep. check the feeds. We will be there. Until then, we will love you, leave you. See you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.